Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to a tournament week of Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. Max, you're wearing your golf stuff. You're playing in a golf tournament this week. Yeah, we're back. It feels good. Uh, I haven't tucked my shirt in in like a month and a half, uh, so it's a weird... <laughs> We're feeling getting out there today and having to be all dressed nice and proper. You didn't have to get reminded. Nobody had to tell you that it was that was the issue. Like they no, just didn't I have to tell out. you, like, hey, you've got to you got to be locked in. <laughs> no, I did walk out of my house today. I was like, oh shit, I gotta I gotta tuck this thing in. <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, somebody t- told me that I looked more bundled up than you in Connecticut, which is one probably true because I'm soft, but two, it's freezing today, so it was weird to be. Uh, it's been so nice in Arizona. It was weird to come out here, even. Sunday, Monday, we're like it was like 80 here. It was weird to be all cold, but it felt good to put the logos on. Uh, shout out to all my sponsors, and, uh, but it felt good. To that was early. That's, that's like a minute idea. into the podcast. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna start pushing more for my. Sponsors. I think it's smart. I think it's smart. Um, <laughs> How was your golf today, Shane? What'd you What'd you fire? I play. I, I played. Uh, played a little G in Connecticut. I, I didn't think this was gonna be a thing. I brought my golf. My golf clubs. So real quick, Max, just so you can see how I'm recording, that's um, that's the dog food box that I had to retape to be as my uh, TV stand. So this is this is what we work with in this uh, 1100 whatever square foot apartment or whatever. But um, played in Connecticut and it was I mean, I had I had two layers of leg pant things. I had three layers up top. Um, I, of course, got told after the round uh, from multiple people on social media how to dress uh, after I'd played the round, um, which I thought was really helpful, but it was nice, man. And nice to swing it. You know, I I don't typically go four weeks without playing, you know, this may be a dumb question, but like, who, how did you get on? Like, where did you go and who did you play with? Like, how did you know to go where you went? Yeah. So, uh, so when I lived out here last time, I, I got to be friends with a guy named George Connor, who is a swing instructor and does a great job in the Connecticut area with, you know, anybody that plays golf, uh, plug for George. He's not a sponsor of mine, but plug for, for George Connor golf. Shout, and so uh, I text, I texted him. Uh, I, I was think I drove to go meet some friends for food yesterday and it was 51 degrees in Connecticut. And I drove by a golf course and there were people on it. And I told Cindy, as we're driving by, I went, what the hell was I doing today? You know, this is a day off. Like why wasn't I playing golf? So today was a little bit colder, but I just texted basically everybody I know in Connecticut, which is three people and asked if they wanted to play golf, and one said yes. So we played a we played a course about an hour east of uh, of Stanford called Lyman Orchard. By the way, great logo, kind of looks like Cherry Hills logo. I'm going to wear it on golf today on Wednesday as my hat of the day. So that's a little bit spoiler if you're listening to this early and you watch uh, golf today after. Uh, also watch golf today. That's the show I'm on on Golf Channel. Wait, are you not supposed to say that because Damon doesn't he guess? Yeah, but he's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna listen to this. I mean, he's not gonna listen to this before the show. He might. I mean, maybe he listens to it. I should ask if he listens to the podcast. Well, uh, I'll get that. Maybe I ask him on air. But um, don't tell him that it's that's gonna be the hat for Wednesday if you listen to this. But yeah, it was. Uh, we played like 13 holes. It was fine. You know, I mean, the golf courses are wintry and you play winter rules and all that. But. I didn't get cold. I, I, I was told to bring coffee or a cigar. So I brought a cigar and it was kind of nice, you know, like it's a little different than having a cigar in the summer in Arizona when you're playing golf, which is a little <laughs> bit brutal. And, uh, and I made a birdie on the last hole. So I'd say all in all two thumbs great up on day. the day. Yeah. Great day. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. I, I was not jealous of 
your tweet that you said that a snowflake fell and it looked cold. It started snowing just, it was, you know, you know, when the dark cloud rolls over on a clear day and it just rains and you're like, wait, what is going on? You feel like you're in a movie, you know, where the cloud yeah. falls, bugs buddy around. It just did that out of one cloud. There were snowflakes and I was just kind of looking around like I'm doing that. This. this is where I live now. This is my life. My life now is that occasionally I'm going to play golf and it's going to snow on me or I won't play golf. Those are the two options that I'm going to pick I'll up. It was all in all. It was good. Uh, I want to bring up some bad, though. Uh, the Tiger back news kind of broke this evening, back news, back injury, um, now surgery news. Um, but I think you and I are in the same camp as just, it's a bummer. That just is a bummer in general. Yeah, I don't know the extent of anything, so it's hard to say. Uh, I know we know a couple guys that had the same procedure and they were out for a long time, but he's saying he's back hopefully for the Masters. So it must be, I don't know, maybe it's different. So yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know what, what's going on. So I don't really know how to, how to be, how to feel about it. It stinks that he has to do it. I hope his back's all right. I mean, this is, it's tough, man. The guy guys had five Gosh. back surgeries now or, or something like that. And I know he's had knee stuff too. So it's pretty crazy uh, what his body's been through, but um, I mean, I'm hoping he'll be back and fine. I'm hoping that it was just like a minor procedure that wasn't like a full go, but you never know. I mean, I know that he, um, you know, I know that he has ha- had that issue for so long that like it just it must suck like every morning to be him and his body's creaking. I remember I heard it heard his knee pop one day while we were uh, getting ready to get out of the clubhouse for Riviera, and I was just like, "What <laughs> was that?" And he it was talking to somebody, and he said it was his knee, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" But it was like we had just played like 36 two days in a row, so I like I was beat too, and I can't imagine. You know, it's like a quick reminder he. So everybody's, you know, here out here and he, he feels kind of like Superman and you remember very quickly that that body has been through a lot and you add that, you know, some, some age to it. <laughs> I just hope he's, he's all right. We obviously love having him out. Um, I was talking to Sepp Straka today and he said he thinks he's played like four total tournaments that Tiger's been in <laughs> or something. Uh, so it's just crazy. You know, like you picture being out on the PJ tour battling tiger every day. Then you have somebody like Sep who's been out here for a few years, couple of years, <laughs> you know, he's barely seen the guy. So uh, hopefully he'll be out and playing soon, but um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the masters, that'd be pretty cool. So I had a couple of questions. I'm going to get to some questions. I, I asked people on Twitter for some about your week getting back to tour and stuff. I had a question. I got the same one asked a couple of times and you and I've talked a little bit about this before. What's it like starting your year or starting your season, however you want to put it at a golf course where you've got to go so dirty low? Like what, what's like, is it hard to get in that mindset? Is it easier to get in that mindset than playing somewhere hard? I would say it's probably, uh, it's probably easier because, you know, when I'm home, it's not like the courses are particularly hard. So you're just trying to make as many birdies as you can. So it's probably pretty more similar, like to when you're home. Um, I guess it would be probably tricky. It'd probably be a little more difficult to start at like Tory where it is a grind. Although I feel like, I don't know. I could see it both ways. I definitely think this is the most, I like starting here living in Arizona because it's almost the exact same climate. It's the same exact grass. Courses feel pretty similar. Um, you know, instead of desert, you have water basically on stadium. Um, but yeah, I, I guess going lower is probably better just because you're used to making a as many birdies, you know, as you can. Um, I know it sounds dumb, but like when you're playing a money game at home, it's just like, 
you could throw in a bogey, but it's just, you know, if you make 10 birdies, you'll probably, you know, you'll probably clean, clean up pretty nice. Grinding might be a little harder if it was something like, like I said, like a Tory where two, three under is a great score every day. Um, but I feel like we're so conditioned to just play whatever that I feel like you just kind of, it, it's so hard to like differentiate what would be better or worse. You know, like I know that there's probably an answer, but I feel like it's just like, we've been doing this so long. It's kind of like, all right, here's, you know, here's your clubs. Here's where you're going, you know, go shoot the lowest round you can. It's like, okay, sure. Cause sometimes I could see like Tori maybe being a good starting point. Let's, let's say, because you don't have to be, I don't know. You don't have to be like very perfect because everyone's going to hit it in the rough or and everyone's going to have hardships. We're out here. You got to probably be a little, but see then perfect's a dumb one because it's, it's pretty easy golf course in general. I don't know. I feel like this is better. This feels more like how we would play a home fun round of golf with the boys. Like just let it rip, you know, not a whole lot of trouble, uh, you know, kind of rack them up. The thing I think in my head is obviously the golf person that watches golf is it would be, I feel like it would be something for me where if I went out and shot 69, that opening round, you're kind of thinking that's not a bad round, right? In theory, like I started my year, I shot 69 and then it, you're seven back all of a sudden nice. or something, right? You know, it's like, it's just, I, I just that's like every week out here. I, that's right. That's, that's like, kind of the difference think, though. Now is I feel like everybody's every 30 under every week like, now. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I totally get your point. I don't think that it's wrong by any means, but like, I don't know. It's every, every week, like you shoot three under and you're, you're way back at the lead. I feel like, I feel like as I've gotten older out here, I don't really look at the lead very much early. Like I, Mickelson told me that a while ago. He's like, dude, any day he's like, you're going to see somebody shoot eight under the first day. And you just got, you know, it's just going to happen. So I feel like I'm like starting to, not like I'm saying I learned it, but like, I feel like you just get so freaking used to just watching a score go up. I mean, this is a perfect example. I don't, I didn't watch any golf last week for the most part. I saw like a little bit of this and that on whether it's the internet or maybe, maybe on TV or something, but like Nick Taylor was super deep through two days and I have no idea where he finished. I know he didn't win. I know he didn't get second or I think he didn't get second. So it's just like, it's not irrelevant. You want to play as well as you can any day, but it goes to like the backdoor top 10. It's like, you know, at some point, like Brendan Steele was winning and I think he shot one under on Sunday and it's like finished, you know, I don't know what he finished, but it wasn't very close to the lead. And it's so funny because you're like, oh, can Brendan Steele hang on to win? It's like, dude, like it could change so fast. So it's kind of hard to it's kind of like a waste of your energy to always worry about the lead. But I get your point. Um, you know, you want to start, you know, you you want to not feel like you're so far back. But I, if you play the, this golf course, especially Nicholas, and you shot three under and you shot, thought you deserved to be within like five of the lead, like uh, amongst the best players in the whole world, like that would be kind of silly. Right. But I guess it'd be a little bit disheartening just in the sense that you, if you're just trying to get your feet wet, but I would assume most people, you know, have been doing like me, like getting prepared to like play, play like the highest level of golf. So I feel like it's not quite the same as I guess what you're referring to, where people are just trying to like get back in the swing of things. It's like people should be pretty much ready to to go. I mean, that that's how I think everybody's kind of prepping is to be not to feel like that kind of rusty type stuff. You've played a little bit, but uh, I guess to your first question, it kind of goes to maybe it is better to play a course like this where you don't, you know, you can you can kind of feel a little bit more freed up to to you know kind of get a lot under par early. 
Have you played? You've played this a couple times. This this event is that right? Yeah, I've played this these golf courses so many freaking times because we had Q school here, uh, and it was six rounds back then. I'm not even gonna play Nicholas. I don't think this week. I played Stadium <laughs> today, but I'm just like I've played it so many times. I've typically played it pretty well. Like I, you know, every I know every shot. I played here in college. We had college event here. I've probably played this golf course like almost as much as I played Wisp Rock at home. Really? It just we're always out here. We came out here during. Uh, during when we were like uh, shut down for tour, we came out here and played here one, one or two days. It's just, I've been out this golf course so many freaking times. So it's like, it, I don't know. It's kind of feels, feels kind of like a home type event. You know, we know the area, you know, it's, it's not one of those events where I wonder where, you know, bathrooms are and stuff. Like I know, <laughs> I know the ins and outs of this joint. What's 16? What's 15? The, uh, so, okay, you know a golf course like this so well. It's kind of like TPC Scottsdale, right? I mean, and you probably know this one better than you know TPC Scottsdale considering yeah, you sure. said how much you played it. So is there ever a thought where it's like, like you said, like I don't really need to play practice rounds. Like I'm kind of good. I mean, I know you want to get a feel for what it's playing like t- this week or this day, but do you ever have that where you're like, you know, I mean, I'm just kind of almost wasting my time out here now that you've gotten to the point where, you know, your processes and what you need to do every week to kind of get locked in. Like a hundred percent. It took a lot to even go over there today. Cause it was like supposed to rain. And it, like, it was pretty dang windy. It's not going to be anything like how we played it today, but I did feel like I should go check out the greens. I heard that they weren't like very super great and they were a little slower. Um, so I wanted to at least go like check out the golf course. And like halfway through, I was like, I could have stopped after two holes, I guess. <laughs> but it is nice to like put your time in on. I mean, it doesn't hurt to put your time in on the course. And we had a fun day. I had a, I had a fun group. So it was cool. But like, who I'm was in the group? Of a court. Uh, me, Chris Kirk. Shout out to him, by the way. We were just talking nice. about that. But uh, you and I before. But he, uh, he got, he needed a T2 T3 or, or better. Two ways. Uh, and to keep his card because he's been on a medical and he got tied for second to get his card like full locked up, which is so, I mean, I can't, can you imagine that? Like you have one event on the PJ tour and it's like, you need third or better or you're, I mean, he, he'd have some status, but how did like, I mean, that is as, that is as ballsy and impressive of anything that I can remember in a while. The, that story, I feel like there's a lot of cool ones that we cover and we go over. I'm sure, you know, you guys are going to go over it here and there, but like, that's like, that's, you know, sports in our top 10 type stuff. So story of the year. I mean, I, I, I probably drafted and deleted five, six, seven tweets about it. And I just couldn't get it where I wanted to. Cause I couldn't get the words to match up with kind of the moment, you know, where I, I, I was so floored by the fact that, you know, teeing up on Thursday that I've got to finish third. I have to finish third or better for my livelihood. It's not, I need to win. I need to have a good week. I need to kind of keep the momentum going. It's like, this is it. And, and, and it's at a golf course where we were talking about going low. It's at a golf course where you've got to be basically perfect to be, to be in the top five, much less top three. And he does it. It kind of reminded me, I mean, to, when you used to talk about this, and you talked about it on the pot a few times, but that Corn Ferry finals where you birdied the last four holes or whatever, and I, I wonder, do you ever look back on that and think like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that I needed to make birdie on the last four holes and somehow did it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of goes to wherever your brain uh, sets the goal. Kind of that's where it's like the old Brooks Kepka quote where he said, you know, when he first got on tour. He just wanted to make the cut and he was always around the cut line. And then he wanted to get top tens. He was always around top 10. And you know, now his mindset, mind, mind frames, uh, 
towards winning and he's always around the lead. So like, for me, I was like, man, why are you around the cut line? <laughs> you know, you shouldn't be. And maybe Chris had it, you know, I'm going to get right around third place and it worked out, but it is amazing sometimes when people, I, I guess it happens so much less than it, than it uh, doesn't. So it's hard I feel like we don't get to see as much of the times when it didn't work. You know, you have guys, I know guys right now that are on a medical that, that need to get X, uh, you know, amount of points coming up and they won't, some of them won't, some of them will, they're not all going to do it, but it won't get the storyline won't be as, as grand because you can't cover all of that. So you got to think of all these stories that you didn't hear about that didn't work. And then you have somebody like Chris Kirk, who not only needed a good finish, you need a freaking third or better that's crazy all the things have to go your way and to play that well it's nuts and the exact right week you know and um he deserves it he's obviously been a, a hell of a player for a really long time um he told me today this is his 11th season out on tour which is always impressive so i mean it was cool it, it just it stuff's crazy uh you know you don't even have to like a guy to be floored and fortunately everybody out here likes chris so it's an even better story but that stuff blows my mind it reminds me, I've always, since I was a kid, I've always thought this, the Olympics, you know, you, oh. you train your whole life for something and then you get there and you're going against all these other athletes that are as good as you or equal to you, or maybe a little worse than you slight, like, like milliseconds worse than you. And you are and, and I've talked about this about Tiger before, where when Tiger was the best in the world and he'd show up at these events and win them when he was the huge favor, but you know, you're an Olympian you get a shot at this every four years and you go out there and you perform and you do it. I, I don't know. It's just, it's such a different wiring than I have internally that I'm so floored by it, that I'm so shocked that it's some that, that human beings are capable of kind of living up to what they hope to live up to the Chris Kirk moment. It, again, when I look back on this year in December, I, I'm going to, it's going to be in my top two or three stories. You know, I mean, it, it was, it, it is just such, it's such a bigger than golf moment to me. Yeah, it's a lot like Q school. Uh, you know, th these people practice all year. You know, the, the mini tour guys practice all year and they play and they make some money. But, you know, minus maybe a couple guys a year, even if, if that every five years, maybe like we'll make enough to be, you know, doing well to be, you know, netting, netting out like in a decent amount of positive. And they're really just staying sharp for Q school. And, and we talk about all the time, but it's crazy. You show up to an event and like, if you win first, I always thought that if you won first stage, you should jump to third stage. Like there should be a bonus for that. Um, now to be fair, I'm super biased. I did win, win my first stage. <laughs> and, and I always Wait, wondered you, why. Did you come up with this rule after stage. that? Happened. Yeah, I did. Oh, hundred percent. Cause I was like, cause then I went to second stage and I said, well, what have I gained from first? Nothing. I, I gained nothing. I'm playing this. You get maybe, you get money. You get money no, for first, first stage first winning stage. it. No, wow. you only get money once final stage rolls around. So I'm like playing this second stage. And I'm like, you know, not say that I wouldn't have wanted to play that well or, and win, but like, it was just so silly. So, but yeah, you're playing, you know, you're tr training all year for a week, uh, you know, sometime in September. And it's like, man, I really hope I show up and I'm somewhat <laughs> sharp. And it's an intimidating, it's more intimidating mentally than it is physically. You know, you like, like you said, you know, the Olympics, like I bet you physically those guys know, and those, those, those women know like exactly what they're capable of and kind of how they're going to perform, but mentally being able to like grasp that it's all riding on this that I've thought about for, for them four years, but for the golf, you know, just a whole year. It's like, and if I don't get it, we got to wait a whole long time after that. So 
for Chris to do what he did is wild. When when the players do, when players step up when they really need to, even like Tiger winning majors. I mean, he only cares about cared about four events for a while. I mean, it's just nuts to get your your head that that wrapped around um, accepting that, and then you know be able to let yourself perform. So there's obviously a reason that he focuses on those because he's really freaking good, and like the rest of them probably seem a little bit more like child's play at some point uh, or mundane. Um, but yeah, it was cool. But yeah, I played with him. I played with Sepp Straka and uh, JT Poston, um, and it was fun. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be at uh, PJ West all week. I think we, uh, we've got the place figured out. I, I can't imagine there's one blade of grass I don't know of. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. I wanted to ask about the Kevin Kisner comments. I, uh, they were obviously making the rounds. I, I feel like there was this shock by them that people were surprised that there's players that don't feel like golf courses set up well for them or that they don't feel like they can win on certain golf courses. This is a reg. Would you say it's a fairly regular thought on tour that, that, you know, there's golf courses in places you, you or other people don't feel like they they're comfortable there. I feel like everybody's different because I would never, not only would I ever say that, but I don't believe that. Okay. Um, but maybe it's, it does seem to be like the guys who don't hit it quite as far seem to think that I, I, I don't know. I think, I think he's saying that a little tongue in cheek. Cause he's also got a quote that he, where he's asking a reporter to ask him if he's scared of Dustin Johnson. Right. So if you're not scared of Dustin Johnson, how are you scared of Tory pines? <laughs> but I mean, he, he can win anywhere. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not, I mean, People are more surprised, I guess, that I didn't hear it. I, it is it's always surprising when you hear it said because it's become we, – we've been conditioned not to say that. But, like, Joel Damon talks about that all the time. And I know he's kind of kidding because he's he can obviously play great anywhere. He's been doing it for two years. But Kit – and then even, you know, Kiss has had an even better career already. So it's just like – know. it's funny. Um, I don't – So are you, like, surprised to see that? I means it. I mean – yeah, I am. Because like I said, you you won't hear anybody saying stuff like that. But I don't think that it's a surprising thought. I know a lot of, like I said, a lot of the shorter hitters talk about their five to ten tournaments a year that they think they have their best shot at. Harbortown, Colonial, uh, the Sony. Uh, Travelers. Yeah, tra- Travelers. I don't, I don't know if that would be. You definitely can be anybody there. But there's like a few that like are definitely built for placement. Gotcha. Um, and so you hear like, oh, those are my shots. But I don't know. I mean, you can kind of. I don't know. It, it, so, yes, to your question, sorry. It is it is surprising to hear. It's I'd be even more surprised if you actually meant it like deep, deep down. Um, but it is like it is something I hear people talk about out, out here at times. It's like, oh, these are my chances. And it's like I said, it's almost always length. Uh, length based. So when you hear that, you know, I mean, like Jack Nicholas used to say this, there'd be guys, you know, complaining on the range about a U.S. Open setup, and he said, he, I knew I could beat, I knew I could beat that guy already, you know, before the tournament even started. You being you, and I know your mentality, just kind of approaching your job and what you do for a living, and it's always been kind of the way you've approached. It, I think even when you were a junior golfer and and collegiate golfer and all that, when you 
if you hear somebody saying that on the range, if you're playing with somebody and they're talking about it, does it give you added motivation? You're like, okay, sweet. This is, that's kind of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk like that. Yeah. hundred percent. Except if it's kiss. Cause I know, <laughs> I know it doesn't mean it. Um, okay, good. <laughs> because like, okay. My first, one of my first year, or I think my first year pro we played the Honda. He had just gotten second somewhere. I think it was like his year. He had like four or five seconds. And on um, the second tee shot is hard. And I hit a really good tee shot. Like I said, it's just a practice round. And I hit it and he, he looks at me and says something like, you know, how the hell have you not won out here yet? And I looked at Joe as we were walking down the fairway. I'm like, does he know like how good he is? Like he just got second. <laughs> and then he ended up getting like, like I said, three or four more. So it's kind of, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little tongue in cheek, but yeah, if I heard somebody else say it, especially like a younger, like a rookie or somebody like bitching about something, you're like, okay, cool. There's one guy. Not guaranteed that you're going to be able to get, but like you, you know, it's not a, it's not typically a good sign when someone's saying that, but I don't know. Kizzer's won like a WGC. Right. Exactly. That's I think. And again, I I went through his, I went through his resume. I was like pulling out major courses (laughs) for our show. I'm like, well, you've, you've done well on a lot of bomber golf courses and you've, to your point, you've battled some of the best players in the world, especially the guys that knock it forever. So uh, maybe you're right. Maybe he was just saying it to, maybe he was just saying it because that's what was on his mind at the time. Who knows? I mean, obviously it made the rounds. We talked about it a lot. I'm sure he's he's thought about it and I'm sure like it isn't fully like, uh, um, it's not like a full on like lie, but I, I guarantee if he showed up and played a long golf course, there's no shot. He doesn't think he can win. He's, like 20th in the whole world at this game. Like, I think you can win anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got some questions for you from, uh, from some re I don't know if you call them listeners. They're just people on Twitter. Uh, and I'm going to start with one. I think that's going to get you excited. Who's your all time favorite Dodger Lee Leaser 99 asks. Uh, I mean, it, it's such a shitty answer now, but my all time favorite is uh, it's only a shitty answer. Cause it's so like recent, you know, people, like Joe's answer is like somebody from back in like the nineties, I think, but mine's Kershaw. Just like, it's been my whole life, basically not whole life, but my, my adult life watching the guy throw a baseball. It's so, it's just, it's like, it's what I know in baseball is, is Clayton Kershaw throwing a slider. Um, and it's been so fun to watch. So it's hard not to pick, not to pick him. I think you have to pick somebody you watched. Yeah, I, I, I had this, I talked about this. This is, I guess, kind of a name drop, but, I had I had SVP on the podcast last April. We did a podcast about the Masters because there wasn't a Masters and we were planning on doing one anyway. And, you know, one of the things that I have a hard time with is kind of pick, even though I've watched them now, picking a favorite Masters kind of before I was born or before I was like, no, I knew what golf was or cared about golf or was a fan of golf. Like to your point, I mean, you weren't. You weren't a Dodger fan in the 60s. You weren't alive then. You weren't a Dodger fan in the 70s. And you can go back and watch those highlights and think somebody's awesome. But for you, Kershaw should be your answer, right? Right. I mean, yeah. He's been on the team his whole career. And, like, it's it's hard not to to like somebody who's just always been around the organization, you know, especially when he's he's also been unbelievable. So it's been – it's just been like – yeah, it's been a fun person to watch. Um you know, pitching is tough because you only get to see him, you know, one every five days or so, five or five or five or four or five games or so. Um, but man, like you also feel like he's been a fun one because it's like 
you living his grind. <laughs> right. Like I felt like this year when he won and he point he was running in and he just kind of pointed to the sky. I felt like we all felt it. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I I'm not I'm not gonna say I know what he's going through by any means, but you you want it almost probably more than he does for him. Like I want him to be able to feel that the happiness and fulfillment. So it's been kind of it's a perfect person to follow because he you it makes you feel all the all the things when you watch him uh, compete. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. This, I just picked this question because the guy's name is amazing. Archibald Gibson. Uh, oh said, my are there God, rules how much money do you have, Archibald? Archibald, I know. I can't. I wonder. I can't. I wonder Archibald buys like Fiji water. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> just, does. He, he his dog drinks Fiji water. Set he has up, something there, better than Wi-Fi. <laughs> are there rules preventing a caddy from using a push cart? And would you be cool with it? I I don't know the answer to this. Do you know the answer? Uh, I mean, there's definitely a rule. I don't know what it is. Are you? But are you 100 percent sure? Like you do? Do you 100 percent locked in that that Joe couldn't use a push Scott, cart? Scott, is there a rule? Is there a rule that caddies can't use push carts? And do you know why? I just stumped I would it. Assume there's a rule. But I <laughs> yeah, that's Can you tell Scott he's been doing this for like a decade and he needs to get he needs to he's know this strong, rule? Though. Griner I know. needs a push cart. <laughs> <laughs> would you be cool with it? Would you be cool with it? No, that's a soft. I Come carried on. it in college. I could carry it around. <laughs> I would be okay with it if it's a rainy day because that, like today, even it looked heavy. You got the umbrella, you got the rain cover, you got my sweater in there, but my rain jacket either in or out. Um, so, it, and then his stuff going in and out. Um, I don't. To honestly, like of all of all the dumb golf Twitter stuff that like we make like pick at. And I've been trying to, I've been working on my 2021 resolutions to be more patient and tolerant with people. So nice. I'm not even like, I'm not even poking that. Like, I think it's, it's, it's nothing like it's, it's not good or bad to me, but m- my personal opinion, when it comes to like the push cart mafia, you know, and, like people really backing push carts and stop making fun of them. I'm, you know, I'm not making fun, but like, I don't think it looks good. Like I would never use a push cart like if it I, sounds, if it didn't it sounds like a 30 bag. year old just wait if a couple years my bag. friend i'm just telling you what i see like i'm telling you i can't i'm not a fan of it but i don't knock people for doing it i totally get the the reasoning but like i if my caddy used a push cart we would <laughs> we would have like a minor talk i mean if he could convince me to do it i'd let obviously let him but like i think it looks bad joe's got these big calves he can handle it I need I, if anybody knows that if there's an actual rule I would like to know if Joe, and if not, if Joe if Joe had that big beard he used to have that big beard looking all <laughs> tough and scary and he was pushing his car around his bag around I, it'd be embarrassing can you get a can you get a staff bag on a push cart I feel like it would tip over I mean it's yeah not it made does. for that it's not functional. Um, I have I have bad news for Mark Acosta who asked this question and I'll let you give him the bad news um, is applying sunscreen tougher with your sasquatch mane you know what mark <laughs> what happened trying to trying to be more patient and tolerant with people so but, but but also i don't need as much uh oh oh we're talking about my head mane yeah i think he's talking about my arm mane he said no sunscreen. you're no you're 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 the mullet thing no he means my arms Guaranteed. i don't think so well, a mane is not your arms the back of their head i put sunscreen on my neck you don't put sunscreen on your neck 
I do, but my hair wasn't that long. Okay, so it's easier. I cut my hair. It's easier to get my neck. Jesus. Because all I was trying to set you. Mark, I'm telling you, you tell Shane that he, I think Shane's wrong on this. I don't, I, there's no chance that he's talking about your arm. A man yes, is in is. your arms. I, I speak, um, you know, bro, the, the, Sasquatch. the, the, Sasquatch. Yeah, the hair, <laughs> I, I get hair Twitter, man. Like we just, we vibe. Can, can I tell you how big of a golf nerd I am? When I read this question the first time, Sasquatch, I thought of the Nike driver. That's just, uh, oh, that's the first uh, thing I thought of. Sep, Sep Shrakasil uses from high school or college, his Nike vapor five. Come on. It, it was like a relic. In the, it was fun in the bag. Oh yeah. No, he said he's never like changed a thing about it. He, he hits a good too. What's the sweet spot look like? Is it pretty worn? Probably pretty worn. He is a flusher. So he said that the other ones go too far. (laughs) (laughs) Joel, there you go. Jolie Gouillette. That's to totally hack that. What kind of information is in your yardage book? And I'm going to go with your personal one, not uh, Pushcart Joe's. If you were allowed to, um, this is if you were allowed to, do you think players would use range finders? The answer would be yes. Yeah. Um, what What is in your yardage book? Like, what do you note down? I don't have a lot, especially like when I've been to a course a bunch, because you kind of know. But like, for instance, like my U.S. Open book is probably the most intricate and, and deep I got, I guess. But I do. Uh, sometimes I'll put in what club I like to hit. And I again, if it's a course I haven't been to, I will pick out my line. So like I'll, I'll write in there like, hey, driver at X. And, and, you know, if it's like a white post in the distance, I'll write that. Uh, just to have a, what my middle is, or I'll just even write that like, you know, white post is middle of the fairway. Then sometimes I'll, if it's a week where it's firm, especially I'll say like, Hey, you know, you hit a three quarter, eight iron mid flight landed one fifty two, finished one sixty. So like, I don't know that, that, but that's when it's, it has to be firm for me to do that. I don't have a ton of notes in there. Um, but like I said, my us open one I had, so I'll chart it. So sometimes I'll have a pin. Let's just say the pins the back middle part of the green. I'll write like a, for instance, on the green. And then I'll have like at the top of my book, on, uh, I'll write a, and then like write my note about that pin. So, Hey, for the, so basically means for this pin, you want to be short, right? If you're in between shorts, better than long, you know, long left is the worst spot, but then like, you know, maybe I'll put a B on the left, the, wherever the left pin's going to be. And then it'll be different. I'll be like, all right, you want to be long right here. So like, I'll have like kind of like a code, but for the most part, I don't have a ton. Um, sometimes it'll go to like weather stuff. So it'll be like, Hey, when it was into the wind here, right, you hit seven in the practice round or even on Thursday. And it's like, it came up five yards short. And it's just like keeping little notes here and there, but some people get really deep on the book. I've never really understood the people will put like how putt breaks in their book. I mean, there's sometimes I'll write, Hey, it's a little straighter, a little faster. <laughs> But like, it's really, 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 really hard to have the exact same putt two times. So I hope, I hope you really write it verbatim. It's, hey, this, hey, this is a little slower. Hey, Max, just I, I have written that before. I've written slower than you think, but it's okay to say then you think to yourself because you know how right. you think. I hate when people tell me how's this putt, and they're like, it's faster than you think. It's like, well, you don't know how fast I think it is. Uh, but in college, in college, we had somebody found their old college book a few years ago, and it is so funny because everyone did this, but. It was like, all right, make sure you hit fairway on this hole. It's like, yeah, <laughs> good, good start. Got it. Check, got it. Well, it, yeah. that is something I've never understood about the players, the casual players, not professional players. The casual players that have their their caddies at courses do the percentage, you know, like ninety percent. Oh, I and I'm always that. like, that's like my least favorite thing ever. What does that mean? I don't. 
that means nothing to me to begin with. But how do you know what 100% is for this dude? You just met him 12 minutes ago. I mean, if I go 100% at a putter, I think I could hit it like hundreds of yards. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think some hundreds? of them do 100. I, I, if I had a, I don't know. I think this might be wrong. I think 100 would mean that it's dead flat and 50% would mean that it's that much downhill. So you're only going to hit it 50% of what you think. I hate it. It's so dumb. Hey, okay. Off, off the ground, no T. Oh, How wait, far wait, wait, you can, can I do this right hold now? On. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm yeah. so sorry, but can I do my best thing I heard this week? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Why, I wanted to tell somebody... Bob in front of Joe. Yeah, yeah. So okay, both, go ahead. Both my, I'm staying with both my favorite Joes this week. So Okay. And Joe... Hey, by the way, real, rough, 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 rough time out there for all rough the Joes listening. <laughs> okay, so yesterday we did a bet amongst uh, me and Joe, a uh, grinder, and I said that we could do a $1,000 bet. Whoever get... If you can guess the group you're playing with, you're, you're playing partners the first two days. I, okay. I got both of them. Come on. Swear to God. I hit it, Stop. Did, does it, <laughs> is he paid you? Did he pay no, you? No, not yet. It's the funniest thing ever. I got out my phone. And I'm just like, <laughs> Joe threw his phone and he goes, you got to be kidding me. And uh, it, it, it's the greatest thing. So Joe just walked in and flipped me off. He's still pissed. So, so who'd you, so what was your guess? I mean, I don't know who you're playing with. Who, oh, sorry. Who'd you Charles guess? Howell and Jason Duffner. So okay, let's go through the process. Did you just randomly pick two names? What was the what was the deal with that? Like well, where did they come from? I play with Duffner so often. <laughs> I play with <laughs> so much. And then uh Charles Howell's like in my little like I've played with him a few times. Louis Louis Hazen isn't here this week, so I've played with him like every That's week. a good point. It's like yeah, process yeah. elimination. <laughs> it was it was between those three and Louis was out. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It was I, amazing. I, I was I was at the match play a few years ago. Suck it, Joe. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Are you gonna play the game again or is he done? Is it is he 0 for one for life? Yeah, no, he can he'll get it. He'll get to run it back until he gets one right. But the odds <laughs> of getting it right are so small. So so I was in I was in Austin a few years ago for the match play. I was doing the match play for PJ Tour Live and my buddy Jonathan Wall and a whole bunch of his PJ he was I think he was working at PJTour.com at the time. They have a game where when they go to a restaurant they all pick a PJ tour player. And if the player walks in at any point is a hundred bucks a guy. And I was like, cool, I'll play Lee Westwood. No shit. Max 12 seconds later, Lee Westwood walked in the no front door way. and I, and they were That's like, well, you badass. saw him. And I'm like, no, I mean, I'm no, just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like, I don't even want your guy. money. It's kind of probably the same thing as you. You probably don't even want his money. Just the fact that you nailed it is amazing. No, no, I really want his money, but it does feel <laughs> good to get it right. Um, T- Tiffany asked a question with a whole bunch of points here, but the last one was the one I wanted to ask you. Um, the video about Rory and Domino's Pizza. Do you have a place like that that you count on eating on the road, much like a Sizzler RIP? I don't have. I, wait, what story is this? No, no, no. You know, Rory uh, during the during the one of those charity events, he was talking about how he orders Domino's all the time when he's on the road. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, do I have Outback? Outback was my spot. I think I mentioned that on this. Yeah, yeah, but but you don't you don't do that that much anymore, do you? You, I mean, Chipotle. What do I count on now? Yeah, Chipotle is always up there. Um. Chipotle is probably the, A1, the answer. Like, if if it's there and I'm there, we're gonna meet. Hey, if you were a fan of a golf, this is probably a bad question to ask you. If you're a fan of the PGA Tour, if you're like a real fan, true fan, hardcore fan, you're and you went par. and you went to, and you went to every <laughs> and you went to every <laughs> tour. These are my you went to ev- so good when you went to every city. If you went to every single city. To what restaurant if, if you if you went to listen hold on you're <laughs> restraining all this 
<laughs> if you went to every, what restaurant would you go to that would be most likely to run into a tour player? If you went to every city, is it Chipotle? Uh, the ones, the ones you want to meet, probably Bruce Chris. <laughs> if you want to run into somebody like me, yeah, definitely Chipotle. I'd say like me, me, Adam Long, <laughs> Joel Damon. No, Joel's getting too rich now. Uh, he has two Taylor homes Gooch. now. We could all go. Yeah, we could all. Well, you'll see us at at uh, at Chipotle. Oh, that'd be a good one. Uh, this person. <laughs> How does this person fund their their travel all year? It's it's like a Monday qualifier person, except they're just food, they're trying to food money. qualify. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jared it. G Jared G Monk asks, how many? <laughs> I mean, let's see how you react to this. I know you're trying to be more patient. How many shanks this season to, for Max? I'm gonna set my over under at a half. No, I think that was where I was because I I'm gonna say one and a half because I shank the occasional bunker shot when I'm trying to get real. Real uh, when I'm real short sighted, so I'm going to give myself a buffer. But I'm going to say that zero will be on TV. All right, I like it. You, but there's a chance that one might be where you almost kill a camera person. So I will if, not if even you, sniff a camera guy. If you take see. a camera person out, then I, is it on TV? Right? It's like a tree falling in the woods. That's a good um, point. Muth 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 asks. I say this with <laughs> nothing but love and respect. But how the fuck uh, does Kevin like not this. do this? Yeah, okay, that's a great question. <laughs> How does Kevin uh, he's not do really, it? Really, really, really good at putting. And okay, um, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, the distance debate thing that's going on, and, and you get somebody like Kevin winning. Kevin is like to to what? Uh, what's face? Oh, other Kevin. Kevin Kisner said about like you know can't win every week. Again, I don't buy that for anybody, but it is obviously going to be more difficult at really long golf courses to win, considering you have to play so much closer to perfect than a long guy. You know, if a long guy is a good week, it's just, the course is just easier. Like it's just, that's a fact of power. Um, so Kevin Nah is so good at repeating what he does. Like it is a benefit in my opinion of, of being a bit shorter in the sense that you can match up timing wise. Um, all, you know, all your mechanics so much more often. If you look at it, the LPGA tour, it's so wildly impressive how much they hit it out of the middle and how many fairways they hit. Um, and, and, and it's, it's more prevalent out there because the speed is, is a bit lower. So you don't have to time up so much stuff. And for Kevin, like he, he has mastered that just like the LPGA has mastered, like how they hit driver and how they hit their hybrids. Like it's just very out of the middle. It's something that like, I'm not particularly used to, so I don't, you know, I might have weeks where I do it, but for the most part, you know, I'm not hitting a lot of hybrids or, 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 or super long irons into par fours where he has become so good at it. And so of course, if he plays, let's just keep using Tory Pines, Tory Pines, he needs to play closer to perfect to be whoever long is on just because it's just, you're going to find a long guy that's on and then you're going to have him. And he, I believe he can win, but you look at, he won colonial. He won Sony. These are placement golf courses, golf tournaments. And what he does, he pretty much does every day of every week, minus maybe a couple. Um, you just don't notice it as much because again, I just think that it's harder to win at a higher clip, but man, he's one of the best chippers in the world. He's one of the best putters in the world. And like, that'll get it done anywhere. He hits it straight enough. Um, he, he hits it, he hits it solid and, and he has that kind of bulldog mentality and it's, it's awesome, but he plays a game that we don't see as much now that like, and the reason I brought up the LPJ thing is because we, I think all 
are learning to appreciate how fun it is to watch that because the PJ tour is such a completely different game now, but there are still people on the PJ tour who play that kind of style, like more artistry, like the LPJ tour, more like, um, like watch how many times I can do this in a row type stuff. And like, I appreciate, I get to watch all of it. So like, I, I appreciate both, but it's shown, it's showcased more with the the length on the PJ tour. So you watch something like Kevin, you're like, how the hell does he do that? It's like, well, yeah, but when, when you watch, you know, whoever on the LPJ tour, like it's like, Oh, of course, like they're really good at golf. It's like, yeah. So, you know, so are some of the guys who don't hit it 340 yards out here, but you just don't get to see it because it has become such a, a game of distance to, to win, to dominate. You know, I, I think it would be to Kisner's point harder to dominate if you're not hitting it 310, 20 yards at times, but he can still win. And like, that's how he does it. He's, he's very good at repeating. And again, if you chip and putt like that, it's hard to make bogeys. I mean, that's, it's an important aspect. And then you find these courses where, you know, Colonial and, and Sony for the last couple of examples, it's like, man, and, and Vegas is one of those too. It's like, you just don't need to hit it that far. So after over 72 holes, it's like, man, watch this guy kind of wear it down. And that's what he does. And it's really impressive. It's even more impressive that shooting turn pro and se- when he was 17, he's still, still kicking really, really well. And, and it's, it's also fun to watch somebody win and then have the floodgates open because it does feel like, um, the more you win, the easier winning must feel. I mean, I felt that a bit college going into web, you know, I was, when I would get around the lead and you kind of knew what you were going to do, you're supposed to do and what it was going to feel like. And he must've got that a bit too. Cause I think he's won, you know, four times, four, four years, yeah, yeah, so f- like that, four times last four years, he's getting comfy and he's obviously a stellar player, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. And he's been doing it and obviously getting more and more, um, more and more experience is clearly helping him. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Uh, we haven't, I haven't brought it up. Uh, we're 45 minutes into it, but um, no, uh, no Aaron Rodgers. Um, where are we at? Yeah, that was like the with, worst thing I heard this week. Yeah, where, where are we at? Where, 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 where were you at when you got the news? How'd you, how'd you handle it? You know, I know you're working on the mental side of this of this whole process. Did, did that help you in, in kind of consuming the news about no uh, no AM partner, no Super Bowl no. future Super Bowl champ? Again, <laughs> no, this one sucked. Uh, this we look forward to that week a lot, and we've been talking about that week. Me, Joe, since Aaron, last year, <laughs> yeah, since literally last year. Like, we talk about it. We have a group chat of four of us, and we talk about our matches we're going to do. And because we beat the caddies last year, so we've been talking all the trash about that. And um, excited to all stay together. And I mean, like I said, like it, we've all become friends. I mean, Eric came to like my birthday, <laughs> so, right? I mean, like it sucks. Uh, that i mean so many people are like oh aren't you stoked there's no ams and i'm like i'm like the opposite of stoked like this is one of my favorite events of the year if not my favorite now because it's just it's fun you're hanging out with your your buddies and um so it sucks but um obviously is what it is aaron wasn't super stoked but um i think that a super bowl ring will help him feel better (laughs) it's it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt it it helped you as well i mean it they feel good this is, this is like the dream Final Four, right? Uh, for NFL, I mean, you get Aaron Rodgers and, and Brady's doing Brady's like Tiger. He just keeps shocking you with what he's able to do at this age. 
And then you get, you know, hopefully Mahomes against what looks like maybe the second or third best young quarterback in the league. I mean, this is this is kind of what we want in any sport, right? Is the is the teams, the leaders, this stuff playing in the final four. I mean, it's it's going to be exciting to watch. I mean, I know you'll be probably you'll you're not going to be able to watch. You'll be winning. You'll be locked in press conference and all that <laughs> stuff after. But you know, we'll be we'll be watching. It's cool. I mean, it also shows like being a quarterback is clearly if you have a great one, it's clearly so much it's better. the most important but it's a, such a most important position in all sports i mean i don't know the, the it's the four best quarterbacks and they're the four teams still in the playoffs um it's wild i mean it, it's it's a it's gonna be a good couple games um and it's it'll be fun i mean i love the brady rogers thing is always so interesting because you know i think Aaron and i said this before i even knew him but i think aaron's the best quarterback I've ever seen play but I understand that you can distinguish it differently and I don't I don't mind when people do like when you knock it like Brady's clearly the winningest player of all time like that's obviously a fact and undeniable and he's just a winner and and but there's a lot of circumstances in sports that goes into winning when you have a team and to my eye when I watch Aaron Rodgers play football is it is the best I've seen someone play that sport and you get in these debates and there's no right, obviously, but it's always fun to watch them play either against each other or in that same, you know, kind of space in the playoffs because you're watching two people that you could debate are the best of all time. And like, I feel like we take that a bit for granted. And then you have someone like Mahomes, who's obviously already setting that standard pretty high. And then you got Josh Allen, who we don't know what it could be, but he's got all the talent in the world. So it's a fun, it's fun when it sets up like this, you know, you know, you're going to get, you know, the best you're going to get a couple of phenomenal quarterbacks in the Super Bowl where we're going to it doesn't matter who they are. Two of them are going to be, you know, absolute studs from the year. So I think I think it's going to be a good good weekend to watch some sports. Uh, Max, will you help me uh, pick a winner this week? I can't pick I can't pick you on the show to win tournaments a lot. I don't think because I think people probably catch on to that. Uh, and obviously, a you're going to win, but it's probably podcast nepotism to to snag you. So. Can you give me a person that I should say on golf today is going to win? I honestly don't think I'm allowed to say this. Okay. All right. For well, gambling stuff. I get, that's like, okay. I don't know the rules. Sorry. Gotcha. It, it, how about this? How about this? I'll pick whoever's caddy's got a push cart. That's who I'll go with. I say, yeah, I say, I say that's probably good. Um, <laughs> pick. I don't know. I don't know. Who, honestly, I don't know who you should pick. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. This is this, yeah. this is this is why this is why we ask the tough questions. You're you're smart though. You're trying to pawn off your work on me. Well, you're I'm doing, I'm just asking research, for some help. Shane. You're you you're on property. You're playing with now. these guys. You see them on the range. You see. I think guys. that's why I'm not allowed to say. Oh, gotcha. Actually, probably insider trading info there. Yeah. Hey, um, see, do you have some flights? What kind flights? of stocks do you think? What kind of stocks do you see? <laughs> booming? Hey, hey, what's going to be on the show tomorrow? I always looking to see what's on there. Hey, uh, what do you have any flights? Uh, yeah, so I have, uh, well, I don't have much left. I have, do have a good idea. Let's go. As someone who's uh, living in Arizona and now is in Palm Springs where it's dry as hell. How about some hand lotion that works? <laughs> my <laughs> hands are just cracking. They're just cracking. I have this thing on my right hand. It's just like splitting open. I also did get an all-time bad paper cut the other day. It was a menace. What were you, wait, what were you, what were you messing with with paper? Who, who handles paper anymore? Yeah, I know the uh, my autos. I got to no. Uh, we're not allowed to do that either. I got a new um, <laughs> Titleist bag, and they had like this, like kind of thick, like it, like almost cardboard, but not like thick 
paper wrapped around somewhere. And when I went to open it, uh, it sliced my finger. It's so embarrassing. Cause then like the next day, uh, I was telling like Lacey's watching the highlight of like Tiger winning the US Open on a broken leg. And she's like, Oh, you think they'll do this story on you when you win Palm Springs with your finger? And I said, like, Please just leave me alone. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, you know, I wasn't even bitching about it, but um, it is pretty gnarly for like a little paper cut. Listen, we hey we can we can stretch it to an hour. I I'll talk I'll talk to some people over here and see if we can get if you win this weekend, you know, the 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 resilience of Max Homa. I mean, you yeah, know, people people forget tough. on people forget on t- on Monday and Tuesday what happened to his finger. By the way, this no, I just want to say to you, the same. I hadn't even thought about this till you said it. I've got a, I've had something on my my index finger for weeks that it's just cracked. It hasn't. It won't heal. Like it just we nothing. Will I heal. feel like these lotion companies are like like all the companies just want you to keep using their stuff. So it's like like. Like chapstick makes your lips more dry at some point. Like I guarantee it. <laughs> they want you to keep buying. If it worked that well, we wouldn't have to buy anymore. Right. I mean, that's why, that's why they this never made pantyhose that didn't run. You know, that was the whole line about that. It's just, if you did that, then you'd only have to buy one. Man, that, would that is be such a 37 year old saying I haven't pantyhose. I've never encountered. Well, my, my computer just froze as I, as you were making fun of my age. So then my computer feels old. That's so it's kind of everybody, everybody in the room is struggling. Um, no, I got, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, play well this (laughs) week. I'm I'm (laughs) excited. Play well this week. I'm excited. Really quick before we go. What days do you work on the show? Wednesday through Sunday. Thank you. Wednesday through Sunday. It's Damon and I. Five days a week. Five days a week, Wednesday through Sunday. Dude, can I tell you something that really throws me for a loop? Monday and Tuesday are my weekend now. I wake up, I woke up both Mondays and thought it was Saturday. Yeah, yeah, and oh, both, I get that. Both days, I'm, I wake up. Now, now, think, now, try it in your brain, and you're a lot smarter than I am, but try somewhere in your brain to figure this out. I just spent Saturday and Sunday talking about golf, and watching the other sports yeah. as one does. And I still wake up on Monday going, all right, I'm going to go get all my stuff done before the sports start. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know how my brain hasn't figured this out yet. Well, I'm with that too, because like, I'll see about today. I came in Sunday. I typically come to tournaments on Monday. I played Sunday. I played Monday. I played today. So and in my head, I know it's Tuesday, but in my head, I'm like, oh shit. Like tournament starts tomorrow. <laughs> it's like your body is so used to like, it's so, has so many habits, man. Oh, it's it's hard it's it's hard to break. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Oh, we, we have this is the by the way the best thing I've I've heard all week besides the my my feel good Friday which was the Chris Kirk thing. We are gonna have steak walk golf tees for sale. This They're is not outrageous. a joke. They're um, did I send you the picture? Yeah, you sent me the picture. They're outrageous. Imagine uh, fitting two emojis on the top of a T and it actually looking good. That's the, <laughs> that's how it works. But um, they're amazing and they're going to be for sale soon. Uh, we're still ironing out why the state why when we're going to get the Stakewalk shirts up. So we'll get that uh, sooner or later. Um, Max, do you have since there, are there limited fans at some of these events? <laughs> Who knows? Okay, so uh, waste <laughs> management maybe. So are you going to have uh, gift cards in the bag? Uh, maybe, maybe put them in the little push cart pocket. You know maybe that little pocket for the push cart. I ain't missing a fairway. I'm not hitting anyway this year. Jesus, listen. Hey, uh, b- before we go, you've been working on the you've been working on the mental stuff and everything. 
Or is it, are you reading? I know you're doing audiobooks, but have you been reading multiple books? Have you been listening to multiple things? What are you doing? This is my last thing, and we'll go, I promise. What are you doing to improve the mental side? Um, so I'm listening to two audiobooks, and I have one book to read. It's very, very short. Okay. So, like, it's not you like I, it, you keep it in your back pocket it's like a highlight magazine or what how uh, big is it not, not that cool it's uh it, it's just like a i don't know how many pages but it's just like a smaller book but i'm okay. listening to the power now and green lights by matthew mcconaughey that book is wild so why'd you decide to do this like what what was the is this just the off-season thing you just wanted to tweak well i noticed so after augusta um i think joe brought it up to lacy or something about how I spend so much time working on my physical, you know, golf game. And I have since I was young, but I don't put in really any effort like, or, or, or I don't like put in any real like research and effort to be better at the mental side of stuff. Like I'll have weeks where like, and I've talked about on this where I'm like, that was my key to, was to like do things better mentally, whatever that may have been that week. But I don't like, nearly attack it nearly as hard as I do my, you know, wedge game or my seminar, you know, like I, it's way different. So I was like, man, like I really need to get better at that. So, you know, for the weeks before Mexico, as I referenced on this, I was very into like letting the result go. And and that was like how I was going to approach that week mentally. And it, it, you know, whether it worked or not, it didn't matter, but it did work and I played well and it w- didn't feel like a coincidence. And it was very odd, but I started like, being more and more like excited about the off season to like get mentally more like stable, almost like consistent in a way. And, uh, it's weird, but like, as I started getting that, that thought in my head and and I was still practicing, but I was less worried about practicing. I was more worried about being like kind of positive and like clear minded and, and, and all these things. I met this guy, I met a few people and like, as I talked to them, it's just doesn't feel like, uh a coincidence anymore it just feels like you were like law of attraction but um this dude mike how uh we had this like long talk at his house one night and i was like man like he feels like he was me three years ago and like he's now where he is like mentally in his space and like i was like man like everything he was saying i felt and like i've thought of those things but i've never really had an avenue to go like learn how to be better or just learn about the brain and, and about how you know what is mental toughness what is what is like, how do you be positive? Like, what does that mean? Like deeper ways. And, uh, he, he ended up, we ended up talking a few times, hung out and he gave me like four or five books to read and listen to. So that's what it is. It's been really fun. Um, you know, it's the power now talks a lot about being very, very present. And it's awesome because how are you going to be mad or anxious about something that hasn't happened yet? And if you're, if you have any regrets or you're upset about something, then that happened in the past and you can't do anything about it. So it's just been, it's fun. Like, you know, for the first time ever, like, I feel like I am very clear and, 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 and focused on what's happening and not like just the other day, Joe hit a, uh, we were doing an alternate shot and Griner hit a, not a very good bunker shot. And I'm over the putt and he, as he's reading the putt and this never happens because he's usually like the mental guy. And he was saying like, man, I should hit that bunker shot better. And I was just like, yeah, but like, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, that was before we're good. Like, it doesn't matter. It is fun to like, a lot of it's just about recognizing where you are. Like self-awareness is big, but um, it's, it's basically like, as the book says, and, and have many other things I'm reading and listening to it, just so 
one best path to like real happiness and like contentment is just being in like right now. And it's fun in golf. If I catch myself trailing or thinking about the next shot and I've been practicing at home as well, but I'll, I'll, it gives you little keys, but I'll sit there and like feel where I am, like feel my feet in the ground, feel the wind on my face, like be really, really present and then go through what I'm about to go through. There's a blend with sports because you need to have a plan and you need to be a little bit, um, you know, Thinking Maybe in the future, a little, yeah, a little bit, or learning a little bit from the past, but trying really hard. When I feel the anxiety or any kind of like tension come up, it's like, why are you tense? Because this, it's like, well, you haven't even hit the shot yet. So how does that matter? You haven't messed it up. You haven't done anything yet. So like, let's just do what we're doing right now. And so that's been fun. So yeah, so I'm looking at different avenues. Once I finish these books, I'm gonna call that dude and see what I do next. But um, it's been fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna. I'm going to be reading these books. Sounds like something I could use it's, as well. Dude, it's so, really, uh, it's just, it's just a new avenue to be happy. Honestly, like I, I, I try to relate it to sports, but as I'm listening more and more, it's just like a better way to be like content with what you're doing and like focus on yourself. Like right now is a perfect time. A lot of people are mad and a lot of people are doing a lot of things and, and people might say things at you. It's like, like, you know, if I tweet something like, I, before I would complain a lot. It's like, you know, people would say something that now I'm kind of like, you could say it to me, but like, it's up to me to receive what you're giving me. And if I don't give any, any merit, then what does it do? And I feel like everybody right now, if you're like a, in, in like politics, like, you know, people are very political both ways now and they're very much louder about it. And it's like, well, if somebody says something you don't agree with, you don't need to listen to it. Like you can just go do what you want to do. And like, do like be in your space and then other people like do the same and you don't need to be so mad about like what you're hearing you know because like it as long as it's not affecting you like literally like right this moment or 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 won't really too bad like right now it's like don't you know to be happy like you like that person can't take your happiness away unless you let them take your happiness away and i'm trying to do that more like throughout the day to day and i feel like it just for like in the sense of like the golf stuff like that's what's hopefully going to help me be more, you know, at peace and, and, and more uh, better able to like release the anxiety and just let myself swing a golf club the best way I can it, which is pretty darn good. And, and other stuff just being like positive has been fun because I feel like I'm much more like confident even because I'm just like living in what I'm doing and what I'm doing has been really great. So uh, it's something to look into Shane. I mean, it's like, it's for everybody. If you could, I'm into it, however it. you want to do it. It's, it's awesome. I I'm I'm gonna I'm when I finish the book I'm reading right now I'm gonna what download are you both. Right finishing Obama's book it's uh, nice it's, it's it's taken me a minute I mean it is a deep deep read I mean get get the green lights though then okay if, if you just grind it out a book get green lights but audio because he does it okay Matthew McConaughey does it and he's so good because I understand those books are tough like the ones you're reading are tough they're just like heavy and long yeah this one's nice you listen to a dude who's like it's Matthew McConaughey. It would be like if Obama, if Obama did his book, you, I think I could listen to that because he's got a good voice. And is it hard to listen to McConaughey's book though, in a way, because it's, it's, you know, it's McConaughey. Like, do you ever no, get distracted? I, I know, know you're trying to live in the moment, but cause like he's, it's such a voice. Like it's such a person, you know? So his book though, is basically journal, uh, journal entries to himself. So okay. it's almost even better. Like you're listening to him okay. tell you his thoughts. It's I'm into so it. wild, dude. Okay. But yeah, once you I'm finish do the it. Obama book, give it a give it a try. I, I like it. I like it. Everybody have a great week. Uh that was by the way, that was that was book chat with Max and Shane. Book club. <laughs> book club. It's, it's our book club. Um thanks for listening. Watch uh, watch our sh- watch my show, not your show. Watch my show on Golf Channel Golf today, Wednesday through Sundays. The times kind of float. 
Wednesday's always going to be 12 to 2 unless we change it. So that's kind of the standard time. And then depending on where we're at, uh, tournament weeks and stuff, it'll be moving around. But there's a lot of golf this week, so we'll have a lot of stuff on the show uh, and everything else. Max, we got to get you on at some point. I don't know when, but we'll figure that out. Hey, play well. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to follow along. Um, you do, you know, I like hole out for two on a par five, make seven in a row, do, do, do something silly. Um, because the moment you do it, I'm going to put it on right away. And my reaction on TV will be, you know, like a, I'll be like reacting like my, my pal did something great. It'll be fun. Hell yeah. All right. Well, everybody watch golf today. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'm excited to start the season. I'm going to wash my hands now. Yeah, you are. I'm going to wash my hands later and I'm going to yeah, wash are. my hands so slow after joe pays me a thousand dollars and by the way that might be part of the lotion issue all of that hand washing that's why our hands are oh, cracked, it's worth I think. It. so we got to do it uh safe see you guys next week after <laughs> after a great week for mr homo we'll see you guys next monday see you get a grip with max homa and shane bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.